This is episode 110 of Bella in Your Business. The next series of episodes are from a previously recorded live event training series that Erica Goodwin and I did together. The following is a past recording, but the information is just as juicy. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome, everybody, to the Jump Into Marketing Show. I am so excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking about what if there was a feature on Facebook that you actually could get more clients and get more employees. I'm sure you've heard about Facebook groups, but you're you're wondering like, why the heck do I need to have a Facebook group and what can that do for my business? Well, today, Erica and I are here to show you exactly how you can do that and highlight three pet sitters who have actually been very successful doing this. So my name is Bella Basta from Jump Consulting. I'm a pet business coach all around the world, and I help people expand their companies. Erica, why don't you introduce yourself? And my name is Erica Godwin. I am the co-founder of Pro Pet Software, kennel management software, and also the owner of Marketing Solutions, which is pet business websites. Also, we just launched two brand new templates this weekend. So that's something that you can go check out. That is so exciting. I love it. I love your first year. (laughs) That is so exciting. I knew you were going to be talking about that. So that actually goes really well into who sponsors the show because you guys, whether you realize it or not, it takes at least $200 of Erica and I's money to launch each one of these episodes for you. We are not charging you for them, but because of that, we do have to have sponsors and we do have some incredible products that have allowed us the funds to do that. So Erica, talk to us a little bit more about your websites. So a little bit more about my website. Now we have four templates that you can choose from. We have different levels depending on your customization needs. And essentially, we build your website for you and we manage it for you every month. So that is what uh, that's what we do with our websites. I love and then if you haven't heard about Bella's amazing program, then you need to listen up right now. So what I did starting in January is the Jump Mastermind. It's a small group of pet sitting professionals all over the world with goals and they're achieving them and growing personally and professionally. Some have said that they got more done in three weeks than they have all year long. Um, And many report that their businesses are up by over 50%. So if you're ready to get out of the whole, I'll do it tomorrow or sometime this year mode and actually be like, yeah, I did it. Then you need to check out the Jump Mastermind. Just go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash jump dash mastermind. And now we're going to get into the show. So Erica, I know you have a Facebook group or two or like three or four now, I think. I know, right? (laughs) It's because they work, right? I mean, like, where would we be without our Facebook groups? So I really want to help people expand their minds. And maybe it's not the right time for you today. But I want to plant that seed because one day it might sprout and it might grow. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, I first crazily heard it from Bella and Erica on the Jump Into Marketing show. So you guys, it's all about learning and expanding our minds. And these groups can really do that. So let's get into it. Awesome. So I'm sure a lot of you have seen groups. You're in Bella's groups, maybe some of my groups as well. So why do we spend all this time creating groups? And why so do you spend time nurturing them? I'm going to give you like a personal reason. And it's because I started my group back in 2012. Wow. Can you believe it? 
six years ago? Mm-hmm. Is that even right? That feels like really weird, but I've been in a very long time. And mm-hmm. I was one of the very first to start one that said, I own a pet sitting company with staff because before it was just all pet sitting groups, right? Mm-hmm. So groups are a really great way to get that really small, minute kind of people that you want. That and Mark Zuckerberg, when he just like did the whole Facebook apocalypse, just said, and I'm going to read this verbatim, Erica. Okay. He would direct product teams to focus on helping people find meaningful social interactions. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I want you to think back to where do you guys actually have the most amount of interactions on Facebook? Is it on a Facebook page, like a business brand page, or is it inside groups? I mean, I follow this incredible company called Impact Branding and they've got a group. Mm -hmm. I don't even go to their page. I just hang outside inside their group and there's like 2000 people in there. That's where we feel safe. Are we really more that safe? Probably not. Erica, I also want to tell you, I got three different things that I'm going to read them to you because I want you guys to understand the power of this before we actually get into doing it. Sherry says local breed group she's in, which is really cool. Hi, Maureen. How are you? And uh, Cheryl made it live. So what's up, Cheryl? So there's three people that I'm actually going to keep them anonymous because what happens is when I start telling people that these pet sitters have had great success, all these other pet sitters want to flood the group and like (laughs) watch. And then that doesn't really help them. So I'm kind of keeping them under wraps. But one says, I keep a very close eye on the group every day. If anyone asks anything related, I answer it always. Either I respond with a blog related to their question or I just answer it. Now, I want to stop you right there. Erica, did you know that with all these Facebook changes, just simply Mm -hmm. posting our blog on our page is not going to really show this fake news stuff? Like we got penalized for it, right? Yeah. Facebook doesn't want you to share links. Yeah. So when you're in a group sharing a link, Mm -hmm. that's a whole different story. Because Mm -hmm. there's like conversation and interaction that happens around it. This person goes on to say that I also do a search every day in case she missed a post because it's a happen in place, right? And she searches Mm -hmm. for pet sitting and cat sitting or dog walking. And anything that comes up, she responds to them. She also has group rules that any business that's in there, or if you own a business and you want to promote your business, you must be fully insured. So that keeps out all of the Rover and WAG and all those kind of people, right? And she said, this way, if someone posts that they will watch someone's pet, she can boot them or... Block them? Yeah, like moderate it, maybe. Right. Um, Maybe not approve it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And she asked them if they they have insurance. But by now, most people understand that's the way her group works. Mm -hmm. So she's able to really like shine there, you know, and be that pet expert. Someone else says that starting a local Facebook group was a game changer and that she didn't know why she didn't think of it sooner. Why wouldn't you put all of your supports and animal lovers in one group and talk to them about all things pets in your area? Now that she's created the hub for information and promotion, but it's also positioned her company as an expert in the town, we have become the go-to for all things animal related. The best part about it is that being able to give back to the members of the community, we wouldn't be here or have continued success without their continued support. Wow. That's awesome. When you have a group like that, people are going to start asking for your opinion. <laughs> Where should I get my dog groomed? Or in Yoni Pet Sitters, and that's the perfect time when you can just jump in, right? You don't have to sit there and promote your business. You're sponsoring. You just jump in there when the questions are asked. So it's kind of like you're just kind of sitting there watching from the sidelines. And then as soon as someone asks that kind of question, boom, 
It's so powerful and you're exactly right. And it's kind of like in the olden days, five years ago, (laughs) where people might go to like meetup.com and they're finding a meetup group about animal lovers or the boxer club or the golden retriever club, right? Yeah. This is the same thing just virtually. So Mm -hmm. that's why this stuff is important. You're going to grab people in your local community who want to know the same thing. Now, I've got one more for you, Erica. Mm -hmm. This person says, I started a community group as a way to reach into our community in a fun, non-selling way. That's the big thing, non-selling. Yeah, yeah. And she says, we have built relationships and have many plans for our group. But the best thing is done for us when we build brand recognition with our community from people who have nothing to do with us. Right. Here's the catch. They all know others who need us. Absolutely. And immediately think of us. So although these people aren't clients, they're referring us versus other tech companies in the community Mm -hmm. and sales groups in our area. Right. Because how many people do you know that have a pet? Even if you don't have one, you know somebody that owns a dog or a cat. You know someone that's going on vacation. Yeah. They're just sitting there in the group and ask the question. Oh, I know what? I know this company because I remember seeing them in this group. Or, or you're that poor soul that everyone always asks to like watch the pets because you're, right. you never leave town. And you know what? You <laughs> just really don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That happened the other day. One of my best friends. Can you uh, watch my dogs? I'm heading out of town. <laughs> and it's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Oh, my gosh. But I think yeah. another thing, too, is. Like even before I really started getting into the industry, you don't, you think of, it's like, feel like kennels, like people know there's kennels, but they don't realize how the dog walkers and pet sitters that are around in their neighborhood. So it's a good way to throw those services in front of them when they just think of old school, traditional kennels. They don't think of like the new, more modern, I guess, in your house, pet sitting and dog walking, right? Right, right, right. Totally. I mean, and that's the thing, like you got to be top of the mind, right? And that helps create that top of the mind awareness. The convenience factor and Uh all that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So some things that we should consider before we set this up, okay? Because I don't want you just to start a group, you guys, and just start being all about me and like make it all about your company because it can't be that way or you will turn people off. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about what type of community do you want, okay? Is it for your town? I'm going to just keep using Scottsdale, okay? Because that's Mm -hmm. where I'm at, right? So I'm going to say Scottsdale. So pet lovers of Scottsdale or pet moms and dads of Scottsdale or Scottsdale pets, right? Mm -hmm. Or Scottsdale families and pets, or there's so many different things that you can do. You could even just make it like, you know, Scottsdale community page sponsored by XYZ Pet Sitting Company. Yeah. There's so many different ways that you can do it, but Mm -hmm. you want to kind of think of all of this before you do it. It's like launching a mini business in a way where you actually do have to have a plan and some intentions. Mm -hmm. Well, I think some of the other ideas too, is if you have a big say you have a public dog park or you have areas where a lot of people bring their dogs then you can kind of put a group that's about that area. And Mm -hmm. that's what we see a lot of in Ottawa. We see a lot of each dog park has their own group. That's just moderated by pet owners that use the parks of where all the people that go there can kind of talk to each other and that kind of stuff. And you wouldn't believe how many times people ask their fellow dog owners about dog walkers, like, kennels. I mean, you name it. Where can I get my dog groomed? I have an older Uh dog. I need advice. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. 
Yes. And I love that because, you know, I remember when I used to take Rocco to the dog park. I'm a bad dog mom now. I don't, <laughs> I don't do it as much with Olivia. But I did. That was the first thing I looked at. I was like, you know, is there a Facebook group for this dog park? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a really great way to do it. But you have to consider where you want to go too, because if you want to make it more about the community and you want to bring a plumber into it and you want to bring a realtor into it one day, they might not want to be in the dog park group. So again, kind of knowing where you're going first, it's not a bad idea. I love that idea, but there's so many different ways you can do it, which is really cool. Right. You have a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Start with the goal and then figure out what kind of group you need to base it around. Yes. And you're going to want to set a description. So when I go to that mm-hmm. group page, I'm going to want to know, yep, that's for me. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not for me. Okay. Cherry Creek Pets on Instagram says, do you recommend a closed or secret? And I would just say closed. Yeah. Uh, you want people to be able to find it. You don't want it to be a secret group. You essentially want thousands of people in it. Right. And you want really great interaction. So that's what I would do. And under the description, Cherry, I would also put the rules So like what that one person said, she said that if you're a business or you're going to promote your business, you need to produce insurance. You need to show me that you're a legit business and not just, hey, I'll watch your dog in my house. But no, it's against city guidelines. Right. Right. You also could explain that it's sponsored by your company. That's a good way to say sponsored by, and you can have yeah. your company and your, and your website in the description. You could even put it. I know some pet sitters, one of the pet sitters that gave a testimonial there at the beginning, she has a, you know, the group name and then it's sponsored by XYZ pet name. Will you allow pets for sale? Will you allow adoption posts? Will you allow bad mouthing of other businesses? These are all kind of things that you personally need to take a stance on before this all happens so that when it does happen, because it will, you're going to have a blueprint to line up to. Yeah. You got to be careful. And I mean, and a lot of times you see them getting out of hand and people start posting sales stuff or stuff that's not even related to pets in general. One thing is you really need to make sure you have the time to moderate the groups. Right, Bella? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Facebook is blowing up with a couple of things. And I do want to address you guys. Jessica says, do you create a group owned by your business page or just owned by you? I would say do it by your business page. You can link it to your business page, but it has to be owned by you. And then Chloe says, if it's not to sell so much, what do you post about? And we're definitely going to get into that, Chloe. I love that you guys are asking these questions because it tells me that the outline and the notes of this show are right on point. And Chloe, that's the same thing for how do you begin engagement? I'm going to give you a ton of ideas on all the different areas that you can do. Dawn's dog boarding says, is there a way to invite others to the group? How do we get people to see us? That's a terrific question too. I'm going to show you. And Maureen has a group of her own. She says that she puts the logo in the header, which I think is a really great idea. Mm -hmm. And she says you can also... One of the ideas that Maureen does is she does allow advertising in there, but it's on one post once a week. So it's like, hey, list your business in the group, which is really cool. Is there a cost, Don? No, there's no cost to start a pet sitting group at all. So we're going to answer all these questions coming up. So I love this engagement, you guys. Bella, but how do I even get started? How do I even create a group? 
<laughs> right? Okay, so the Where show goes step by step according to Facebook, not even according to me. So it's so easy, you guys. If you're on your computer right now, you can follow along with me. You just click the carrot that points down in the top right of Facebook, okay? So we all have that little carrot. It's right next to the question bar. If you click that and scroll down or like look down right about in the middle, it's going to say create group. It's that easy. (laughs) And then you're going to enter the group name, which is why I told you it's important to know. Add some group members so you can add like your mom and your sister or like, you know, your office manager. And then choose the privacy setting, which I suggest you do closed. And then click create. And guess what? You have a group. But now you need to do the cover profile and pick an icon and you'll want to choose community. So it's that simple, you guys. Okay. So now that it's started, now what do I do? I have this group, but I have nobody in it and I have no content. Where do I start? How do I get... How do you grow it, right? So if it's just getting started, this can totally be overwhelming, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, no one's in here now. I want to tell you that, first of all, it's not a popularity contest. And I don't want you to feel like you just got to start adding people. Because if you just start adding people, it's so offensive. Erica, have you ever been added to a group before? And you're like... Oh, yes. Like those sensi groups and like... (laughs) Be like, and this is a one lip one lip sense. I think I'm like, what? I don't even wear lipstick. Why are you adding me this group and posting all this games? I'm like, no, I don't want this. Yeah. So, so rule number one: don't just go <laughs> adding people to the group without asking them. Okay. Now, when you get started, you can add your core people. Like, if I was starting a group, I would add Erica because she's my girl. Right. You wouldn't mind, right? But I wouldn't go add. Let's see who's watching right now. Dawn's dog boarding. I wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. So when you're starting the actual group and you're growing Mm -hmm. it, the next thing you want to think about is the types of people you want in there. And it might be easier to attract businesses who already have a great following on Facebook. So if I was in Scottsdale and I had my pet sitting company, I would start going to the vets that I knew. And I would say, Hey, Josh, the vet, I'm starting this new group community page for pet Mm -hmm. lovers. Would you share it on your page for me Mm -hmm. to get more people involved? And by the way, obviously join. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is think about the connectors that you know in the community and invite them to come and then invite them to share their people. It's that simple. Would you add them as a moderator to the group or just as a... Um, Well, if you're asking me off the bat, personally, no. But if we had a conversation prior to that, that they were going to help me moderate and that we were creating this together, like injunction, mm-hmm. maybe I would actually kind of shy away from that because then you kind of get into the lines of, well, it should be sponsored by me too. And we should have my name everywhere. And then mm-hmm. it gets really, really cluttered. Right. I would honestly, if you get to the point that you need help moderating, <laughs> I would get a virtual assistant for like $12 an hour mm-hmm. and she could be in there like, you know, a lot of different times to eat right. one hour, you know, the other good way to figure out who to attract is, and you could do this right now too. Just even if you didn't have a group, go mm-hmm. to the Facebook search bar and type in your city. I'm going to do it right now while I'm talking to you guys. I just typed in Scottsdale. Now across the top, you guys might not have noticed this before, but it says all posts, people, photos, mm-hmm. videos, pages, places, groups, apps, events, links. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those is exactly what they say. So I just type Scottsdale in. I could type groups and I see Scottsdale Knights, Scottsdale Mamas, Scottsdale Buy and Sell, Scottsdale Real Estate, Scottsdale Uncensored, Scottsdale Luxury Home Tours, Scottsdale Media. There are so many different groups, you guys. So that also tells me that I probably should have Scottsdale in my group name. Right. Okay. 
The other thing with that is you could click on events and you could see all of the events happening in Scottsdale right now. So you could, you know, find different groups of people. Maybe there's a pet event coming up that you had no idea about. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys, Facebook is the largest database in the world. Okay. And I know that everyone's starting to realize this now because of all the mm-hmm. privacy issues, but yeah. use it that way. It's right at your fingertips. So I would also get to know some of these people personally, email them, call them up, you know, especially the ones that you want to have them help grow the group, have a conversation with them. Don't just add them. Say, Hey, I'm, I'm starting this group. Maybe I can share some of your blogs too. Maybe they are that who blogs. Maybe I can share some of your videos in here. Would that be all right? Well, of course it would be. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you no, right, Erica? Right. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they're going to be honored. Next and they're going to be like, how can I help you? Yeah, absolutely. And then they're going to start spreading the word. So, yeah. Bella, if I'm starting, I'm on pet sitter starting my own group, would you invite all of your clients to join? Because I know they do have an email option where you can email invite people. Would you use that? Yeah, I totally would. I would probably actually not invite them through Facebook, though. I would send an email and say, hey, we just started this Mm -hmm. community page. You might really like it. I would definitely do that. And I would also advertise. So on Facebook, you can actually advertise that group to a 10-mile radius. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously your demographic, right? And that's why if you make the group name and description about them, about Mm -hmm. pets in the community, that people are going to really latch on to that. But Erica, I know you've got four groups, so I'm going to turn this <laughs> on do. you. Tell me how you've grown your groups. Well, the first group we started was for ProPet Software, and that was back when we launched. We were looking for new ways to basically get the word out there. And what we did was we started emailing. We emailed people who were interested in our software to let them know that we started a group. It was a pet professionals networking group. And that was probably about, I don't know, three years ago or so, I guess, or maybe more than that. And that's how it started. And then all of a sudden, people just started joining and joining. And we didn't know where they came from. We're like, whoa, this is nuts. That was how the first group started. The second group was a pet business marketing group. So that was more specialized. And that one, we started emailing people. But then we promoted the other group saying, if you want a more specialized group, we have one that's just marketing. So then we started that group. And then essentially, yeah, it just started growing on its own. And then I would use my social media. So I posted on Facebook and Instagram saying, because that's where I had my uh, bigger following saying, hey, guys, we just started a group. Go check it out. So like Instagram played a huge role on how I got my group started. When that's the- how I found your group. Yeah. I, I heard about it on Instagram. Because yeah. I, in the last show, I told everyone that's how I met you. It was on Instagram. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was. And I remember yeah. the post because it was uh, about um, <laughs> it was something oh, I remember. It was about jumping. The quote about entrepreneurship is jumping and building the parachute on the way down. Yeah, that was the post that I think piqued your interest. Got you too. Oh, you remember it. I do. I do remember that. That's so cute. So Instagram has built pretty much all the groups. And then we posted on Facebook too. But Instagram really got it out there. And then the other groups we have are pretty new. One's a website-specific group. And then we have a pet photography-specific group that we just launched through ProPet, our uh, content creator. He does a lot of photography and videography. So he's uh, leading that group. And he's going to be posting a lot of good tips about taking photos with whether it's your iPhone or actual DSLR camera. He'll help do a bunch of different tips there. Erica, Brooke asks on Facebook, she says, how do you find a virtual assistant? Well, there's Facebook groups that are virtual assistants. They like just search virtual assistant on Facebook and you're going to find troves of groups hmm. of people looking for work. You can also go to upwork.com and you can hire a freelancer there as well. But, you know, a virtual assistant should not like for social media kind of thing should not be 
more than $15 an hour. Something I'm going to get. <laughs> All right. So some elements that you can help with the group, right? Because now we're like, now we're in the group and this was someone's question earlier. And it's like, well, what do I post in the group? Because I'm not just, I don't want to be all salesy and spammy, right? So how about this, you guys? When you're building this group, you can actually think of people that can really help you. So I, I already mentioned vets and I already gave you examples of that. But what about someone who really knows what's going on in the town? Here in Scottsdale, we had these people, Peter and Helene Cass, and they're absolutely amazing. They did this incredible magazine that they always knew what was going on. If there was an empty storefront, they knew what was going in there. If there was something being built, they knew what was being built there. They were incredible. And a lot of realtors are like that. A lot of realtors really have their nose to the ground, so to speak. So maybe you could get a realtor in there that really helps keep you in the news and in the know about what's going on. Maybe they post something on their page that you can share into the group of what's going in that store on the corner or what are they building over there? So realtors are really great. Welcome wagons. Do you guys have any welcome wagons in your area? Those are like, hi, you're new to town. Well, welcome. And here's a whole bunch of stuff. You know, those people are always very connected and know lots of people. Just go to coffee with these people and talk and find out what kind of value they can help you provide. Maybe you could feature a business once a week, or maybe like what Maureen was saying, you can post that whole, do you have a business in town? Or in this zip code, post below. Today is the day that you get to post. You know, that's really cool. People really want to know who's going on. And you can also post inside the group as your business if you have that group connected to your business page. So if you wanted to show up as XYZ Pet Sitting Company, you could. Although I would caution you not to do that a lot. And to do it more from your actual profile. Because people want to interact with you. So if you're posting maybe a blog, that's okay. But if you're posting like, Hey guys, what's your favorite dog story? Or I don't know, something, it should come from you, a person. What do you think, Erica? Any other elements? Yeah, I think so. I think for the most part, post as yourself because you want people to, you want to become a thought leader in the industry. So that's a good way to do that. But I think it's also a good idea to post as your business sometimes. Also, because there might be a lot of people in your group that haven't liked your page yet. And I just realized like not too long ago that. So say if you post as your business in a group and say 50 people like it, you can actually go to that post and invite all of them to like your Facebook page. So it's a good way to actually build your uh, following on your business page, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Cherry Creek Pet says, but I don't want to accept their friend request. Cherry, you can actually turn that off so that no one can request you. So that should not be um, a problem. You know, I think this day and age, we're always afraid to use our personal profile, but you can make sure that your profile is locked down and you can even check to see what it looks like from a certain person. So don't let that fear hold you back because that fear is not valid. Mm -hmm. With groups, I've heard of so many horror stories. How do I avoid these? What do I have to... Right. When I'm running a so, group. First of all, you have to be a leader, Erica. You can't just like set the group and then just like forget about it for two weeks. Like you should really be in there posting every day or replying to people. And when you reply to people, we talked about this in our Facebook training, Erica, you don't want to say, oh yeah, that's cool. You'll be like, that's cool. Tell me more about. Right. And if you want an exact example, you guys just scroll down on the jump consulting page because I asked a question this week about, are you a dog walker or a pet sitter? And Oh my God, I got so many responses. I was shocked. 
And I went into everyone and I sat there and I replied to everyone and I ended it with a question because it kind of kept the conversation going and I got to know people better. And it was really cool. So and it helps you help them. Yeah, it does. It totally does. Yeah. So you want to take a lead. You want to respond to everyone in the group. You want to find some other moderators to help you because, mm-hmm. you know, you are going to go on vacation one day. So that's where a virtual assistant really comes in. Or maybe you have an office manager if you're a larger pet sitting company. You also want to plan content in advance. One thing that I do in the mastermind is on Sundays, I actually plan my content for the week coming up and I schedule them to post because I want to make sure that when life happens, you know, when, oh no, I've already got myself covered and I've already posted something so that when I do post extra in the mastermind, it is extra. I already know that like my base is covered, right? Mm -hmm. You also want to ban people who don't follow the rules. Don't be afraid to hit that ban button. If they're not your cup of tea, if they're your competition, that's a thorn in your side, you know, competition's good in there. But I do that on the jump consulting page. If you're a hater and you're a troll, I'm blocking you. (laughs) That's like, ain't no one got time for that. Yeah. And you might have to deal with drama. So you really want to have a protocol for how you're going to deal with stuff because that stuff does eventually happen. It's the reason why some, I'll use pet sitting groups as an example, Erica, some pet sitting groups are very full of drama. And some pet sitting groups are very positive and encouraging. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, the difference is the leadership. Mm -hmm. But like what happens if you end up pissing somebody off and then they go and now they're like, oh, well, I'm going to take, I'm going to go after that business. You'd have to really cross that bridge when you get to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you also can't allow people to stay in the group who are just pulling the group down and trolling and nitpicking and teasing people in a way, you know, like you got to be a leader. And so what I'm saying is my point is, is that this stuff might happen and you got to have a good rule of thumb. Just kind of be aware of that, I guess. eh? Yeah. 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 Jessica says you can schedule posts in groups. Yes, you (laughs) can. Right next to the post button to the left, there's a little time clock and you can schedule it to post right there. Or you could use a third party app too, but I don't do that. Cool. So how can we leverage the groups? Right. So how do we get customers? Now, this is what I call squeezing the lemons, Erica, right? So, all right, great. We got all these lemons. Now, how are we going to harvest this? Right. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to do a conversation starter at networking meetings. So you can be like, Hey, yeah. And I got this awesome group. Like, why don't you join? Or you want to go with me live, Erica, inside this group? I love what you do at the deli shop. Why don't you just come live with me? We'll do a split screen interview and I'll talk about your deli shop. You know, like, when did you start? How long you've been around? What kind of cool things do you have going on? Who are you as a person? Mm -hmm. You know, you could feature people and just go live. That's a great way for people to get to know you on a consistent basis, much like what Erica and I are doing Mm -hmm. right now and establish yourself as that thought leader. It's also a great way to break the ice and connect with pivotal people in your town. Imagine if you called up your city mayor and were like, hey, would you go live with me in my group? (laughs) Or there's always different kind of leaders and people in your town that most of the time people will say, yes, you'll be really surprised. People Mm -hmm. are actually very honored. If it is a pet related group, you could do a pet store, a veterinarian, a dog trainer. I know Pam in our mastermind, she was terrified of video, Erica, terrified. Mm-hmm. Do you know that she has a show now? Once Does she? she goes live with a dog trainer wow. and they talk about all kinds of stuff. She was petrified mm-hmm. and she started doing it and she's reaping the benefits because That's she's doing awesome. it. And she's doing it on her page, but in her community. She's, mm-hmm. she's just amazing. 
places that you can post your lead generation, like best dog walking trails. So mm-hmm. what better place to do that? You know, you're looking to get more leads or you made a lead magnet that was like the best dog walking trails in your area. Mm-hmm. Don't you think if you were to post that in your group, Erica, everyone there is going to be like, hell yeah. Right? Trails. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Because you've got a captive audience there. Yeah. So that's where I would really, really hone in on and consider doing it. I know, Maureen, if you're still listening, give us more ideas. Brooke says, what if we're doing areas? Should we create a group for each area? Brooke, that's a fabulous question. And here's the thing. You could do, you know, the whole county or you could just do it in general and make it in general, or you could do multiple groups. I know pet sitters that have done it both ways. I would consider how much manpower and support you have, because everything that I just said for one group, you're going to have to do times two, three, four, five, if you do do multiple groups. And it's a lot more work, but I know a lot of people that have been successful doing it. So it's completely up to you and what you want to do. And I think the other thing too, is to have a look to see what's out there already. Because if there's, say, you service five areas and maybe three of them already have really, really prominent groups, maybe you you want to go after the two areas that don't have anything. So that's another thing to think about is what's already out there and where can you kind of jump in? Where is there room for you? Yeah, that's a fantastic idea, Erica. Mm -hmm. Did you guys like this topic today? Was it helpful to you? Do you like learning about, you know, just different ways? Is there one thing that you're going to do? Do you think this is something you're going to do or are you still going to wait on it? I want you to be real honest with us because it's okay if it's not something you can do right now. But if we actually got your mind to expand a little bit more, you're definitely going to have a lot more engagement inside of a group than you are on a Facebook page. A lot of our Facebook pages as business owners are a little tough to do unless you have a real strategy for it. A real strategy where you've written it down, you have a contact planner or coach and helping you go through it. But a lot of us are too busy for that. And that's where these groups really, really thrive. What have you guys thought about today's training? Has it helped you? Dawn says, thank you. Jessica says, awesome. What's going over there on uh, Instagram? Cherry Creek is going to start a group, but wait to grow it until she gets more staff. That's a good idea. And hopefully this has given you a lot more to think about, Cherry, Mm -hmm. and to plan ahead for, because this stuff can really be take into the next level and get you. I mean, ultimately you want people knowing your brand. Now, one thing we didn't talk about Erica that Mm -hmm. that I did tease at the beginning is what a great picking ground for when you actually want to hire. Yeah, that's true. These people are all directly in your community Mm -hmm. and you can even do a hiring (laughs) ad or a dog walking ad and target the people in this group provided that you've got, you know, a few thousand people eventually. That's a great idea. So then rather than trying to say all of Facebook and trying to find this many people on Facebook, you're just telling Facebook to go find this many people right Mm -hmm. here and give them this ad because they're all dog lovers. Mm -hmm. They're all in your area. Yeah. And I mean, and sometimes people block that profile information. So if they're in your group, they might be blocked out from any of the advertising that you actually post. Yes. Depending on their security levels. Absolutely. I just love these shows, Erica. And I love that y'all are joining us and hanging out with us. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Next week, Erica, you're going to be talking about personas, target audiences, avatars, websites, social media. Can you give us a little teaser? So basically what we'll be talking about is how to find that perfect target audience. And we'll go through a little bit on how to actually develop that persona. So you will want a pen and paper for this training. 
I love it. I'm going to read a couple more of the comments just before we go. Maureen says, promote local dog rescues and tag them. Pet mm-hmm. shops, groomers, vets. Maureen says, share all your blogs in the group. That's a great way to get more traffic to your website. Dawn says, very helpful and inspiring. Thank mm-hmm. you. Maureen says, I wrote about the coyote in the neighborhoods. Everyone reads mm-hmm. it and commented on it. Oh my gosh. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. Such a good idea. Anything. If there's any kind of news stacking you can do in your local area, do it and report on it. As business owners in this information age, we need to start thinking more like journalists. How can we make a story out of this? Was there a pet food recall? In Scottsdale, there's javelina sightings or bobcat sightings. Or <laughs> it gets too hot for dogs' paws on the feet. Mm-hmm. Or where can you get pictures with Santa Claus? You know, there's so many things that you can use. And that's so fantastic. Especially tick season's just around the corner and it's already starting. I heard that the ticks up here in Canada are living through the snow. So they're all ready. So that's a huge thing that you can post in the groups. Auntie Beth posted that she posts a lot of recipes, which is definitely a good idea. That's a great... Some dog treat recipes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. Uh, Jenna Reese says, this is something that I have to tackle little by little. I was listening well on a 45 minute walk with a golden doodle. I'm so glad that you're listening to us while you're walking. Thank you for joining us. Jay Pat says, I'm already leading a cat lovers group. Jay, I'm going to say it again like I did last show. Awesome. You are such a great marketeer. Brooke says, I'm totally doing this. I'm very involved in our community. I'm excited and nervous. Do you know nervous is good? Absolutely. It means yeah. you care. I remember it when does. I was playing uh, when I was playing college hockey. Man, if I wasn't nervous before a hockey game, I might as well not even stepped on the ice. <laughs> those things it means you're just not prepared and you don't care. So yeah. Um, also, guys, make sure you keep us posted when you start groups. Tell us how they're growing and what you're doing and what works. Love to hear yeah, about it. There was someone last week. Uh, I think it was Kristen oh, yeah. in Las Vegas that she did something you told her last. I forget what it was now. Um, no, I forget too. I love it when you guys post because it, it shows you're like, I implemented I it immediately and it worked. Like, it's just so cool. Tristan yeah. says, I think of all the information you provide and give is extremely helpful. Yay. Maureen says, hire a staff member to be an admin on your local group. That's a great idea, you guys. If you do have staff, it's a great way to make them feel like really connected. And there's a lot of talk about millennials these days. And a lot of the talks are kind of negative. But I want to encourage you that if you have someone that is under 36 on your staff, that would be me. That would be be me for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Statistically, we're really good Mm -hmm. at this stuff. So why don't you empower them? Why don't you throw them an extra... $20 $20 to $50 a week and say, here are my objectives, take yeah. it over and go with it. They will feel so much fun in debt to your company, you know? Yes, I post hiring on my town too, says Maureen. Anyone already have a group in here that's interested in letting us see their group? So Brooke, that's great that you asked. If anyone would like to have Brooke do it, go ahead and PM her. I'm not going to put people on blast here. I told them I would keep them anonymous, the ones that are in the show notes and that I explained at the beginning, only because they've said that in groups before. And what happens is droves of pet sitters mm-hmm. go in there and then they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's like the worst thing that you can do on a page or a group. But I love that you asked. Chloe says, I created a group show back, but haven't really started it. I think I need to figure out exactly what the plan is in target area. Chloe, you're exactly right. It's just like starting a business. You need to know who you're going after. And next week's show, next show might actually help a lot for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of perfect. 
<laughs> this is so helpful. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Chloe. And will y'all do LinkedIn mm. show? Oh, on LinkedIn. So, I mean, that's the thing about LinkedIn is B2B. So yeah. it works a lot better if you are, for example, a software company looking at companies. But I guess there could be a way to do it because your clients might be on LinkedIn, but they might not be. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say that's the best like, place to go. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm definitely not an expert in it. And I won't get up and talk about something that I'm not an expert in. But mm-hmm. if you just Google, I'm sure there's many, there's so many thought leaders out there teaching all about LinkedIn. I guess my question back to you, Brooke, would be what are your what goals about LinkedIn? LinkedIn? Yeah. And we can keep that offline. Auntie yeah. Beth's Pet Service says, mine is best clients ever linked to Auntie Beth's Pet Services. Her group is for her clients, which is good, but it also doesn't include everyone else in the community. So, you know, it's good, but I would say like, let's get bigger. So Erica, go ahead and remind us about what's coming up next week. Okay. So next week, the show is about uh, personas, creating your perfect target audience and knowing exactly who you are targeting to. So you can create content accordingly. Many people don't have just one target audience and you need to create different content, whether you're targeting, you might be targeting both millennials and baby boomers. You can't use the same strategy. So it'll be all about determining who you need to target and the best way to target. And I bet you see that all the time, Erica, because you're helping people with their websites and they have to fill out all these forms. And I get them on the side of, I have this form I need to fill out for Erica and I don't know what to do. (laughs) And it's like, well, who who are you going after? Well, pet owners. No. Who? (laughs) And you probably get that too when you're building these websites for people. They're like, well, who are we attracting right now? And they're like, I don't know. And that's okay because I didn't know that for a very Mm -hmm. long time either. But things got a heck of a lot easier once I figured out who my target market it was right because pet owners itself is just way too broad yeah and i mean like a lot of pet there's gonna be a lot of pet owners that don't need your service or will never use your service so don't bother targeting them you want to target the right people people that have the money and that have the disposable income and yada 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 yeah so exciting. Yeah. I could just chat with you forever. In fact, we will carry on this conversation on Instagram live. So go ahead and find marketing blog on Instagram. We always go live on there a couple minutes before we go on Facebook and after we go on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, thank you so much for joining us. And for all of you out there in Facebook world, thank you for joining us. If you found this helpful, please, pretty please, would you share it in a group that you're a member of? And help spread the love and knowledge to everybody. We would really appreciate that. Erica, any final words? I think that's about it. Get started and keep us updated. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) keep us updated because we love seeing your progress. Thanks for joining us on Facebook and y'all have a great day. Bye guys. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.